dancing behind the camera yeah. happening already. When your producer dabs, you know it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a great day. Well, some people happy, some people not so happy. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was a hell of a midterms. Yes. Boy, oh boy. This one, uh, I think more people were interested in this round of midterm elections than since I can remember. Right. I mean, people were in it this time. They I, were on it. In my they were precinct, around it. It was like flying jet blue. <laughs> ah! People are running up and down the aisles. <laughs> You're number 500. I think we set a record. Ah! So much vote. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I know people were bitching about seeing people posting with their stickers. I don't mind it. Like, I again, it's, sort of, it's yeah. kind of like uh, when it's the school year and everyone posts a picture of their kids on the yeah. first day of school. Yeah. I can post your picture with your sticker. I like it. That's what the sticker's for. Show it off. Yeah. Although I tell you what I am happy is over. I I'm, won't be getting stupid ass text messages or robocalls mm. from people I don't know about who I should vote for. Mm. I am excited to not have quite as much junk mail in my mailbox. Or in your trunk mail. That's always there. And then uh, I'm excited to not have to watch all those mudslinging political ads anymore. That or was for a while old. anyway. Even the ones I agreed with, I'm like, right, you're like, jeez, chill yeah. out, yo. My God. Jeez. Just, why don't you run on what you are going to do rather than why you hate the other guy, Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then I don't know about your voting experience yesterday. It was a little tricky in Plymouth. Mm. Um, we had two main polling places that were a problem. Um, one, they didn't have enough of the covers for the ballot. Oh. So people had to wait for an hour for them to just get the, the cover thingies. And then what? where I go, luckily I went later in the day and they'd already figured it out, but a lot of people I know who were trying to vote before they went to work, um, they straight up had the wrong ballots and they had to wait until they got the right ballots to the... Uh, you know what? You hear about that every year. You wonder, how does that happen? How does it happen? You have one job. Right. <laughs> You're the dude that gets the ballots to the place for the thing. Like, how do you wow. not double check before you send them on over? You're like, that's ah, a ballot. It looks all right. I, Wrong ballot. Yeah, no, I, you know what, I went, I got in there. The only thing negative was that there's a neighbor I don't get along with and we were kind of in line oh, together. Oh, no. Awkward. Did you have to make small talk for a long time no, while you were in line? No, we made oh. eye contact and you could tell just by the eye contact, <laughs> we're going to agree to remain silent today. <laughs> there was no, hey, who are you voting for? Yeah. That would have been super yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um, and then once I got done filling in all those bubbles, um, I put my thing in the machine, and then the guy who was running the machine was like, oh, okay, hold on, wait a second, because he's got to wait for it to completely go through. And the next lady up practically hip-checked me out of the way. She was so ready to put hers in, when we're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not fully, we got to wait and make sure that this one's good before you can get in. And she, like, took her glasses off and put them on. She's like, oh, I can't read. Shoves me out of the way and starts to, and <laughs> like, physically restrain her. From trying to shove her ballot in over my ballot, wow! And it wasn't totally done yet, so I yeah. thought Plymouth rocked. It does usually, but it was a, it's a bit of a tricky voting experience for a number of people. And what sucks is too is that the people who were trying to vote before work, a lot of people did wait, but it was like an hour before everything was corrected right. and you could vote. And so for some people, yeah, they could try and vote after work, but they may not be able to have the time. Like, this was their shot to vote. Right. And some people just left and, and didn't vote. I think that, we, I mean, honestly, I think that, you know, vote, like the election day, should be a paid day off. 
oh, I think you that's should have that option yeah. of taking it. I know a lot more people who are going to do the uh, the absentee ballot thing, mm. just so that they don't have to deal with lines or work or babysitters or you know anything right. like they can get it done on their time and know and then send it in and do that whole thing and not yeah, deal with it you know what i think the solution is you know voting without actually going to the polls i think that every candidate should just set up a facebook survey <laughs> it's like do you like my platform and then you can just watch at the end i find out yeah. if i'm a carrie a samantha or yeah, miranda exactly by the way that i voted why not <laughs> just put it all on social media yeah it's totally foolproof there's nothing there's no that couldn't yeah. Possibly go wrong. There no. would be no interference. That's a hundred percent what no, we should just do. Put it, put it all in the hands of Zuckerberg. Oh man. Uh. Oh, and then this one. Oh, here's another one that'll bum you the hell out. So at Martin Luther King Jr. High School in Detroit, where people were trying to vote, mm. they get there, and the people that were running the place were like, mm, "You can't vote right now." Oh, why? What's the problem? We can't find the voting machine. Cannot find the voting machine. They're like, we were told it was here. We don't know. And then they realized it was in a locked closet somewhere. Of course. And nobody had given them the key. You know what? You got to wonder when voting machines are more difficult on in a midterm election. And think about it. They shouldn't really be set up before the, uh, the voting day. Hello? Maybe um, you checked this one the night before. I don't know. I'm just talking yeah, crazy. I think booking a bouncy house for your kid's birthday <laughs> party is probably statistically more reliable than, you know, maladies with voting. There seems to be a lot of electile dysfunction going on. Oh, I like you it, like Joe that? Santos. Just take a blue nice. pill and it fixes everything. Yes. So as you would imagine, there were news stations that were covering the election, but also the late night shows. A lot mm. of them just went straight live with their coverage of it last night. I know uh, Colbert did, but then earlier this week, he had Triumph the Insult comic dog on. Just when you think that that puppet that isn't puppet. relevant anymore, he just like, boom, pops up. You can't stop that 90s dog. No. He's got things to do and things no. to say. So he goes all over the place to cover many different things. And I guess he's tried to um, do an interview with Ted Cruz before, unsuccessfully, didn't get close enough. Mm. Then they attached the Triumph the Insult comic dog puppet to a drone. And they had the puppet on a drone following Cruz's bus at one point um, when he was running in the presidential election. Right. But um, they sent the puppet out to cover a Beto O'Rourke and a Ted Cruz rally and to try and get close to both candidates. And I have to say, both of them spoke to the puppet, which I was actually kind of impressed. Like they took questions from the press and a dog. Yeah. And that, I mean, that they played along was pretty incredible. Triumph. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, because there was, we don't have it in the clip that we're going to show you because our clip is about Ted Cruz. But um, earlier when he got up to Beto, uh, he said, yeah, okay, hold on one second. We're going to do pictures. We're going to take questions and we're going to talk to the dog. Like he literally pointed him out as it's okay. And yes, we will talk to you. My favorite part about Triumph, other than the jokes, um, well, there's two. One is the paw stick. He just has like a super long paw. That has nothing to do with his actual puppet. And then, two, people don't know where to look. Right. They want to look at the guy who's doing the voice and asking the questions, but people who get it actually look at the puppet, which I fully enjoy. One of those people, oddly enough, was Ted Cruz. Yeah. He knew, he knew where to look. You know, if you don't know where to look, I think you need to solve the problem on the puppet end of things. Like, put him in one of those, like, lycra <laughs> Just, like, like suits. Like a dark, the yes, you can't see. Kind of like you look like Slender Man without the suit <laughs> or hat. 
Oh, so here is Triumph with uh, winning Ted Cruz. Well, I, w I will say to Triumph two things. One, ahead, a as a Cuban-American, anyone smoking a cigar can't be all bad. That's right. <laughs> and two, I just want to say to Triumph, my advice is walk away. Walk away. And, ju and just remember, it wasn't the Republicans. It was the Democrats that took you into the vet to get fixed. <laughs> and, and there is freedom on the other I side. I support... Hey, I support spaying. I support spaying and neutering, just like Trump did to you. Hi, uh, kids. All right. Thanks, Ted. Thanks for visiting. This is the lion. He's the lion of the Senate. Chant along with me. This is the lion of the Senate, right? Lion of the Senate. 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 Okay, now lion. Lion. Michael, who runs the puppet? I can't even remember I, I the comedian's name. Robert Spike. I just, you know, just when you think American politics couldn't get more ridiculous. <laughs> puppet dog. In-depth coverage. Uh, well, so that was for um, Colbert, and then Jimmy Fallon had um, Mike Myers as Dr. Evil on, mm. pretending he was running for an office. And so we legitimately have gone back in like a time machine to the 90s right. with all these things that are being brought out so again. while sarah was doing this for the podcast i turned on the campaign oh yeah you were talking about i never saw that you said it's really funny. Gullivan, and no it's hysterical <laughs> it's the movie is certainly hysterical because it really plays to just how ridiculous politics in america are yeah i think next election like you know for the presidential election mm -hmm. we will have a dead holographic politician <laughs> stumping in different districts. Or running for office. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. you know. We'll have holographic JFK. I, I believe it. I 100% believe it. So ridiculousness in politics. So we've had the dog in politics. Now we're moving to the cat in politics. First mm. of all, I, I didn't know that Garfield had an Instagram, but he does. Oh. <laughs> he's, he doesn't even have opposable he's, thumbs. He's cool with the kids. Mm. And he posted a picture lining up with his brand and his personality that said, do I look like I care? <laughs> or he said, vote or don't. What do I care? And then all kinds of hashtags, cats of Instagram. People were legitimately sad that Garfield wasn't excited about voting. <laughs> Garfield's not excited about anything. I know, that's what I said. That's, that's his personality. That's his brand. If you're a fan of Garfield and following his Instagram, you should know that these are the kinds of things right. that Garfield says. But you have people responding, uh, Princess Unattainable 3, I'm crying, I'm shaking. Garfield would never disregard the right to vote. Please yes, tell he me, would. Please tell me this is fake. That's totally Garfield. I know. Garfield <laughs> is a draft dodger. <laughs> I mean, what, what wouldn't Garfield do? I mean, he wouldn't go fight for this country. He I sure mean, wouldn't. He probably blames the poop in the litter box on somebody else. I mean... <laughs> So someone had to straighten uh, Princess Unattainable out and wrote, at Princess Unattainable, sorry, but it's real. Cats can't vote. So yeah. don't be I so mean, upset. If there's anybody from that universe that would vote, I would put it on Odie. Odie would vote, right? <laughs> 
Odie would totally vote. Yeah. He wouldn't read anything about any of the candidates or know no. what he was voting for. He would but just he go would and straight up show. Yeah. Like, yeah and then just, hump the voting machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just love. I mean, what have we come to? The people, they're just they're legitimately buying into who Garfield is or isn't voting for if he's voting at all. And right. Again, I just had no idea that he was still doing anything at all. The thing I did see over and over and over again on social media was, was the hot meme of the night, Joe, mm. which was the me voting in 2016 versus me voting in 2018 meme. And it was people had their own spins on it where you were either more confident and now you're less confident or you were more sort of naive and now you're really going to get mm. in there and like do your job and vote or you seemed all young and uh and vibrant and then now you look like you've been beaten to <laughs> right. hell so stay down stay down <laughs> one example is the 2016 paddington bear 2018 mm. revenant bear that's actually assaulted <laughs> leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> the problem oh, oh number two that we're going to show you is dark yes. this is dark i don't oh 2016 mm. little innocent spider-man yeah. 2018 good, yeah. you're a pile of dust yeah and then my favorite i think was this one which are the two versions of the jesus painting you know i love it how every what about every about nine to 13 months uh, restored Jesus painting comes back into our public uh, <laughs> as it should really yeah because it is a, it is a classic and I love it and I'm very happy about it the thing I was the most happy about and I feel like the voters got this one right hmm. I mean they really got this one right yes. and they, they righted some wrongs with this one because last year's candidate was bull I mean, God bless you, Blake Shelton, but sexiest man alive <laughs> I mean yeah. but this time People magazine put Idris Elba on the front cover as sexiest man alive and mm. yes he is and yes he can look at him just wearing a sweater yeah sweater and a t-shirt and jeans yeah. you, you looking that. fabulous please <laughs> adorable little smile so yeah. cute you know it's funny it's like um my wife and I were talking about the uh, Pacific Rim movies. And she's, I just like the first Pacific Rim so much better. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the one that had like Idris Elba all over it. Hmm. Hmm, I really. wonder. I wonder why. Yeah. And he took this opportunity to try and encourage people to vote. Because when he found mm. out that he was going to be on the cover, he tweeted the cover. I'm sorry. Yeah, Twitter. Um, and he wrote, who would have thought? Thank you so much. And all the fans, blah, blah, blah. I'm honored. I'm thankful. What's more important is that you vote in the midterm elections. Your vote can make a difference. So yes. he got his message out there as well. You're the best, Idris Elba. Yeah. You totally deserve this title. So yay, America. Glad we voted on something good. Um, when we get back, there is a story that has to do with uh, uh, John Stamos. I didn't need to hear this story. <laughs> Possibly being turned on by John Stamos. And we will show it and explain it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! 
Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Before the break, we were talking about the new Sexiest Man Alive. Mm. I don't know if this next person was ever nominated for it, but I feel like there was de- there were definitely some years where yeah. John Stamos could have oh, been yeah. Sexiest Man oh, yeah. Alive. Like mullet John Stamos, or now, you know, yeah. gracefully gray John Stamos, yeah. still looking fly. Well, there were, there were two Uncle Jesses. One of them was John Stamos uh-huh. on Full House. The yeah. other one was Denver Pyle on Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> and I know a lot of ladies that couldn't decide between the two. You know, which so, Uncle Jesse, some of them wanted an Uncle Jesse sandwich. That would have been weird. Because does. one of the Uncle Jesses looked like he could have keeled over at any moment. <laughs> And we're not going to tell you which one. <laughs> um, so the, I don't know if you, I feel like this, let me put a sentence out. Um, there's an actress named Busy Phillips. And mm. I don't know if a lot of people necessarily know who she is. I mean, she has an unusual name. She's in a lot of things, but she's never really like the big deal on anything. Right. She's just kind of there and around. The best yeah. thing probably was when she was on Freaks and Geeks. People really mm. liked her on that show. She's been, you know, a supporting character in a million different things. But she... Um, now has her own late night TV show on the E channel. Of course. E Entertainment. And it's called Busy Tonight. She's actually starting to get some really, she just had Julia Roberts on. Oh, wow. Um, she said Drew Barrymore and uh, a whole bunch of different people. But her, one of her more recent guests was John Stamos. They're talking about a whole bunch of different things. And then, because uh, he's a new dad, and she was kind of talking about when she was pregnant, um, how she did a lot of TV binge watching, she asked if he did any binge watching, and then it spun off into this story. I was, my first months of being a new parent was I binged a lot of television in those like new baby moments where like, there's just a lot of sleeping and breastfeeding, you know what I mean? So did you guys binge anything? Full House. You did? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it in 20 years. 
but I'll tell you, I, this is an absolute true story, and I've been waiting to tell the story. I forgot. Oh, please tell it here. We had to go early, trying to get you pregnant. We had, you know, uh -huh. we had a thing, and we had to go to a, a fertility, fertility, you know, place, and I had to go give a sperm sample. I can't believe I, I'm finally getting to tell the story. Oh, I'm so excited. And I went to this little room where they go, go in there, and you know, and they said, if you need any. Um, any stimulation or whatever, there's videos and there's this TV here and this turn thing. So the TV, so I, so I said, well, I'll, all right. Uh, I turn the TV on, it's on, the, and it's on Fuller House. Is all, comes out. What? My hand to God. And I'm like, if I'm gonna masturbate to myself, it's gonna be my old self, not the new. <laughs> Actually, I, I think he, I mean, he's 55 and he looks good, so I think you can't go wrong. And they, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you choose to do that, right. you're like, look at me being me. I'm so brilliant. Let's go. Giddy up. Um, first of all, I can't believe that. It's not butter. And um, that Fuller House has been re-upped for a third season. I can't believe that either. It is the biggest pile of poop on, I mean, Full House. It's just a strange that so many people were in. I mean, people were obsessed with Full right. House. It is not a good show. No, it's a terrible show. It is terrible acting. It is terrible dialogue. It is so well, cheesy. But it was just this sort of thing that America liked really cheesy come shows on. for Saved a while. by the Bell. Family Matters. Um, I mean, Step by Step. There was a weird time. Right. Where we just liked a lot of crappy yeah. shows. Who would have thought that Patrick Duffy would have had a life after Dallas? <laughs> Come on. Bobby? Um, yeah, so the fact that Full House was such a cultural juggernaut, and then now that Fuller House is allowed I, to continue, and uh -uh. yet we cancel Luke Cage? Yeah. What's going Th on? There's one thing I would totally give Fuller House a pass on, is that if they cast Dirty Bob Saget. Oh. Because you know foul mouth Bob Saget. Yes, I do. Yeah, he went on that comedy tour, yeah. and because he was like, I'm so sick and tired of having this squeaky clean image, yeah. I gotta go out and curse a lot. Kind of like what Screech did. Sort of, yeah, yeah, Bob Saget, he, he, loves, uh, he loves a dick joke, he loves mm -hmm. uh, swearing. Wasn't he in the, um, the scat joke movie? Was he? Yeah, wasn't he? Didn't he tell a joke in the scat joke movie? The, um, what's the name of the family? What movie are you watching? It's the Scat Joke movie. It's the movie about comedians. Apparently, if you're a comedian, you have to tell oh, the, the Scat Joke. the Aristocrats? Jokes. Yes! Okay. <laughs> um, are you talking about, um, the, the, what's his name? Uh, Bob Seger. Uh, Bob Seger. Yes, Bob Seger would tell <laughs> Scat Jokes, too. Get I was, thinking of, a, I was oh thinking of a Simpsons joke that involved both of those people, so. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, yeah, he's super dirty. So if he was on Fuller House, that would right. be amazing. But you no. know, sidebar, by the way, one day I was I was in the mood for scat jokes and I accidentally Where streamed the Aristocats. Oh. And, oh my goodness, it was just such a failure. <laughs> Why should I worry? <laughs> <laughs> I would hundred percent had that record as a kid. Right. Too. It used to be one that I would listen to when I was oh. going to fall asleep. That and uh, the rescuers and Fox Oh, the rescuers? And, Fox oh. and Hound. Bob oh Newhart God. and the Rescuers. Incomparable. <laughs> And what was it, Ava or Zsa was the voice? Oh, that's a good question. I want to say it's Ava, not Zsa but I could be wrong, that did the voice. Huh. Was, was it Zsa Thanks, Corey. Goodbye, city lad. Um, <laughs> she, was so, basically, she was basically herself, but right, drawn as a mouse. As a <laughs> she was a cat, right? She was a mouse. Oh, wait, oh, rescuers. Rescuers, were rescuers. Mice. you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, yes, so they are doing all kinds of reboots all the time. This next one is a widow. A, a bit of a weird endeavor. I am struggling today. Uh. Um, 
because they want to reboot Shrek. No. And Puss in Boots. No. There were already at least four. They should, don't reboot it. Just make an adult version and call it Push and Shrek. <laughs> or, or Shrek and Puss. It's <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> but the people who have been charged with redoing it are hoping that they can get the originals back together. Mm. I think Mike Myers would do it. Yeah, he, he think, needs to put his fat bastard voice out there somewhere. I think Antonio Banderas would be happy to mm -hmm. continue being yeah. Puss in Boots. Eddie Murphy, wild card. I'm not sure what? if he would continue being Donkey. How busy is Eddie Murphy? It's a good question. But I, for some reason, I could see Eddie Murphy being a contrarian and not wanting to sign back on for the then they should They should Roseanne him. They should totally just kill his character. <laughs> no, you can't. Donkey's you can't dead. Donkey you guys from Pet Overdose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we found Donkey in the, in the swamp dead. Oxycontin. <laughs> he said some very mean things on Twitter. So that <laughs> he swears he was ambient tweeting. Right. That donkey knew what he was Donkey was racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I think we've written the script, right? Yeah. Like that's, you're yeah. welcome. That's what you can do with the movie. I so mean, they easy. Could, if John Lithgow came back and... Uh, Everybody, I yeah. would love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry King can come back and do another cameo as the dude lady working at the bar, mm. if you remember that part. Um, here's a weird one for you. And I, I can't picture it, and I see why he didn't get the part, but in a recent interview, Matthew McConaughey was talking about roles that he either turned down or he'd auditioned for and he didn't get. And one of the roles he said that he auditioned for, to the point where it got with him doing a screen test with Kate Winslet, mm. was Titanic. The Leonardo mm. DiCaprio role of Jack uh, Matthew McConaughey thought he had it. He's like, I went in there, I screen tested with Kate, I did a great job, I walked out, I thought I totally had it, and I did not get that part. Wow. And I just, I can't. No. All right, gotta, all right, all right. It's, it's either got to be like, Leo and can't. Kate. Yeah, it, it can't be anybody except Leo and Kate, unless they cast Jack Black and David Grohl. Oh, As the two leads in that would be that yes. would be romantic. Yes. But McConaughey, I don't know if he tried to do any sort of a different accent, but if he used his McConaughey's <laughs> on there, just like I'm cool with my character dying because yeah. Kate's character gets older, but mine stays yeah. the same age. He and his he and his friend are they they win the Titanic tickets in yeah. the card game on the wharf, and they jump in a Lincoln and speed off to the <laughs> boat. So many possibilities. Yeah. He's I checking himself why. out in the mirror, like, I look good. I don't know why they didn't cast him at that part. Oh, yes, I do. It would have been terrible. Um, good job, James Cameron. Now, uh, we have a story that we're going to be talking about when we get back that I, uh, I can't believe she admitted it at the same time I can believe she admitted it. Mm. Sharon Osbourne did something to Ozzy Osbourne that uh, I call illegal on this one, but she put it out there and it actually worked kind of Wonder Woman style, mm. really. Yes. And we will tell you all about it and explain it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, podcasters. See you there.
Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Oh, the long-standing relationship of Sharon Osborne and mm. Ozzy Osborne. Yes. Tumultuous, difficult, but they've come back to each other over and over again. <clears throat> Even though he's cheated on her so many times, I'm sure right. it's hard to keep count at this point. And you know what? He needs her so much so more much. than he needs than, than, than she, she needs, needs him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Although she's convinced that nobody would date her or want her, so she didn't have Ozzy. No. That like she would never. I would have totally a... date Sharon Osbourne. Oh yeah. She's kick ass. Yes, I would totally. I would just be like, tell me more stories about Black Sabbath. <laughs> You're just dating her for story time, yeah. not for her actual personality. Tell me how Tony Iommi lost his finger. <laughs> um, so there was a time period, I want to say it was within the last year or so, where she made it seem like she was leaving him for good. Mm. But we didn't realize what had preceded that was <clears throat> she, she knew that Ozzy had been cheating on her. He had sworn that that relationship had stopped, that he wasn't seeing that woman anymore. And then she got to see an email he meant to send to his mistress. Of course. And he accidentally sent it to Sharon, which, shocker, that he's not good with computers. You know, rule number <laughs> one, never leave a paper trail. <laughs> I'm surprised he was able to send an email, period. Good point. I'm surprised, like, I, like, like, Sharon has had to, like, dictate for him and yes. just, like, yeah. I, can you, let's just stop and picture him trying to do voice to text. Right. And a cup of coffee. Like him talking to Siri. If Siri's like, I give up. I can't. Are you saying sentence? Yeah. What's happening? She'd respond like, dum, dum. Did you want to order a pizza? <laughs> it seems you're having a stroke. I'm calling an ambulance right now. <laughs> so I could see how if he was trying to send something to his mistress, right. very easily it could go to the wrong person, which ended up going to his wife. So she read it, mm. realized he'd been lying. He's still 
fooling around with this woman who I think was a hairdresser. I mean, at that age, do you still, I mean, is, is getting it up and working for a while, is it even worth it? <laughs> like, I mean, really. Is it worth it to cheat? Are you yeah. Saying? I mean, it's like, okay, you got a family, you got a wife. How old is Ozzy now? He's what, in his 70s? That's a good question. I'm actually not sure. Don't you just want to put on a cardigan and sit in a rocking chair? <laughs> a rocking yeah, chair. Yeah, don't you, I mean, don't you want to see if Jack has any children so you can give him a Werther's? I mean. These are these are viable questions. I, I see where you're coming from hmm. there. But anyway, so apparently he has trouble sleeping and he will take sleeping pills at hmm. night. He'd already taken a couple one night after Sharon got the uh, email. And then she slipped two more sleeping pills into his drink. Yeah, it could have killed him, but not a big deal. <laughs> no biggie. Mm. And then she just started asking him question after question to get the truth out of him. And he had so much of the sleeping pill medicine in him that it was like a truth serum, or like right. I say, like the Wonder Woman lasso. <laughs> and he gave her all the answers. Like, he told her everything, because he couldn't stop himself. He was high on so yeah, much. Again, going back to uh, Ozzy's uh, challenges with diction, um, <laughs> yes. how could you understand him under the influence of sleeping pills? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe somehow he's more clear. <laughs> he becomes a master of oration. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, Sharon, let me tell you. Sharon, I'm delighted to share with you this <laughs> tale of my infidelity. Also, you didn't understand anything I said last week. Hmm. Let me go over things from before. Um, yeah, so he just laid it all out there, and she was like, good, it worked, thank you. Hmm. And she packed her crap, and out the door she went. Yeah. And then somehow he said, oh, I'm clean, I'm so, I won't do this again. And she's taking him back, and she's like, all right, I guess we're mm. together for life because no one else will have us. Together for life? I mean, they've already used up about seven-eighths of it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. So Pretty soon the little orange light's going to turn on. You better, you're running <laughs> on fumes. You, you better do something. I, uh, I'm surprised that there hasn't been um, a movie about their relationship. Oh, there will be. Because it would be fascinating, don't you be. think? Yeah, Jack is going to produce it. <laughs> I'm telling you. And what about the third Osborne child, the one that didn't oh, do the show? Oh, the girl the that didn't want to yeah. be on the reality show. What was her name? Amy or something? Uh, Melissa. The sister. Megan Osborne. <laughs> the I'm not going to be on your stupid show. Right. Yeah, Megan Osborne. She went to state. She was a Delta Zeta. <laughs> uh, you know, she had a very normal life. Now she does, um, she does, you know, she sells Yankee candles. <laughs> And drinks a pumpkin spice uh, latte. Yeah, she's so basic. She's so basic. <laughs> That's why she didn't yeah. want to be on the show. Um, oh, my God. She shows up driving a Chrysler Pacifico wearing Uggs with a PSL. <laughs> Dad, I'm home! Oh, uh, well, someone who also used to like wearing Uggs, as I remember it. Me. Yes, you. Me. Got on um, was Pam Anderson when mm. it's so weird to think that people would wear them in a warm climate but it was a surfer thing that's how they started um, and wow. so when you're she, like dropping the Uggs knowledge <laughs> when she would be not uh, you know like off camera when she's mm. shooting Baywatch I guess she'd be wearing you know the red swimsuit and some Uggs but uh, Pam Anderson I don't know what she's promoting but she was on with um, 60 Minutes in Australia and she had a lot to say about the Me Too movement, and none of it was good or positive, wow. which people were kind of, they were a little, a little surprised at, although apparently she'd had an interview earlier in the year on the Megyn Kelly show when she still had a show, and she said sort of similar things. 
But basically, she said that she's bored with the Me Too movement. She doesn't think it's feminism. Mm. She thinks it's paralyzing to men. Yeah. And that the women who um, you know, went through things with Harvey Weinstein were basically being stupid and illogical and if he answers the door right. the robe, you shouldn't go in so kind of making it sound like she's victim blaming and it's their fault and all this stuff and people were a little surprised but then some of the other comments that were clapbacks to her were like well she's not even really relevant now anyway so don't let this deter anybody you know, right or make victims feel bad just because pam anderson's not on your side i think you're still okay <laughs> but yeah i'm actually more curious as to what the hell the 60 Minutes wants to do an interview with Pam Anderson. It's Australia. They can really do so many stories about the drains draining the other way than everybody else. I mean, come on. Yeah. Now, I don't know if she'll end up backtracking or apologizing, but so far she's been standing firm on her statements. But we do have another blonde lady who did backtrack and apologize Mm. for her statements, and that is Rebel Wilson. So on Monday, we were talking to you about how she has um, written and produced and is going to star in her own romantic comedy. Mm. And she thought she was doing a good thing by saying, like, this is for all the plus-size girls out there. And she should have stopped right there, right right, right there. But then she went further and said, you know, yes, I'm going to be the very first plus-size actress to star in a romantic comedy. And there were Uh. other plus-size actresses who were like, were uh, you the first? Uh, Queen Latifah, Ricky mm. Lake, and among others. So initially, Rebel Wilson, um, star of Pitch Perfect, was blocking people, not letting them comment if they had any negative comments mm. about that. And she was unapologetic initially, but now she has come out to say, In a couple of well-intentioned moments, hoping to lift my fellow plus-size women up, I neglected to show the proper respect to those who climbed the mountain before me, like Monique, Queen Latifah, Melissa McCarthy, Ricky Lake, and many others. With the help of some very compassionate and well-thought-out responses from others on social media, I now realize that what I said was not only wrong, but incredibly hurtful. And then she said... um, that she basically apologized for blocking people. She said, I blocked people on Twitter because I was hurting from the criticism, but those are the people I actually needed to hear from more, not less. Again, I'm deeply sorry. Rebel Wilson, kudos on the hiring of your publicist. Right. They did a fantastic job. Yeah, your your spin woman (laughs) or guy that you hired on this one. Uh, They were a little slow on the uptake, though, because she should have... You know, yeah. they should have dealt with this a little bit faster. They right. needed to Olivia Pope this a little bit faster. Yeah, the only thing that would be worse is um, if the publicist released a statement saying, as the publicist of the first plus-size woman to be in a rom-com... Oh, shoot. Oh, I, oh. that's a guy. Hmm. And in full girl power mode, almost full girl power mode, We do have the announcement that came this week that there is going to be a Spice Girls reunion tour. Does it count? And you don't have to tell Joe because he's already got his tickets. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Does it count because they don't have, Posh is not going to go? Yeah. I mean, is it a Beatles reunion without (laughs) Ringo? I mean, (laughs) come on. Where do you draw the line? So you get Mel B, you get Scary Spice. Mm. You get Mel C, Sporty Spice. Uh, Jerry Hollowell, I think she's married now with a different name, Ginger. Mm. And then Emma Button, Baby Spice. So you're getting mm. most of the spices. Paprika. Yeah. Old Spice. 
mustard seed. Mm. I don't know. PSL. Um, yes, but posh is not going. And some people are, are bummed out, although really not much of a singer. Yeah. So well, they can borrow a pussycat doll. I mean, <laughs> just, can't they just, just shove her in yeah, there, give her the haircut? Yeah, you got the call. There's a pussycat <laughs> doll in the locker room after a game. Oh, coach, I feel like I'm beat up. Well, you're headed for the big leagues now, <laughs> pussycat doll. You're going to be a Spice Girl. I am. <laughs> am I ready? Yes, you're ready. So, yeah, I guess Victoria Beckham has got, you know, mm. stuff going on with her family and her fashion line, and yeah. she just doesn't feel like touring around in tiny little costumes anymore. Why? Spice up your life. Mm. So, that's happening. Um, would you, Joe, like to know an indicator? I mean, at this point, I don't, I, your wife already knows, so. <laughs> About what? Or <laughs> how good a person is going to be in the bedroom. Do you really need an indicator? What do you mean, do you really need an I mean, indicator? Can't you just like ask the magic, magic eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> or just give it the old college try and see right. what happens. Like, come, on, just it, oh. come on, try. Like, this wasn't that good, but it's like pizza. All pizza is good, even if it's not that good. I don't yeah. know. No, they, uh, they did a, a big sexual study. Mm. And they found one surprising personality trait that uh, actually ends up leading to people being really good in bed, mm. and that is conscientiousness. Oh, so you you like got to be woke oh. to sleep with someone. Well, it's like the trait involves being very detail-oriented mm. and organized. So mm. if you are a very detail-oriented and organized yeah. person, you've got your ducks in a row. I am terrible then. I am sorry. <laughs> No, what, David, David, I feel like you have your ducks in a row. Like, you have so much stuff on your plate, and you get it all done, right? Don't make me laugh. <laughs> See, for me, foreplay involves an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, then you must be amazing. I am amazing. <laughs> it's just, except for when Excel gives you that error, you know, it's like... I wouldn't know. Hashtag div. Like, oh my God, I put in the wrong number. I've never made a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, but yes, they say conscientious people have a tendency to plan and schedule everything, including sex, mm. which makes them very dependable. And you would think spontaneity is more <laughs> the food of really good sex, but they Ding. said... Sex. Oh, I gotta oh, go. it's sex o'clock. We've yeah. got an appointment. I, I I put Get in for in travel there. time in my iCal. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm using Waze, by the way. Are use, you? Use Waze to your booty calls because it detects accidents It'll, and police. And it's yeah. congestion and yes. Mm. So yeah, they said even traits that might not appear to be all that sexy can have an impact on your sex life. Um, intuitively, you might think that organization and planning would make you a worse lover, but that shows that people high in conscientiousness have fewer sexual problems, more satisfying mm. sex, and maybe even more sex mm. than other people because they schedule it. Yes. So they know Next, next Thursday at noon, babe. Woo! Come on, let's go. Giddy up. Wow, that, no, I don't know. You don't think so? They, no, it sometimes seem you right just to gotta you? pull over and do it. Well, yeah, I mean, they said that the other main, there's like five main personality traits, and the other ones also contribute. But this one, across the board, when people scored high with this personality trait, in the, was a good indicator for both men and women no, I that still, they would be really good. How do you do the real fun stuff? At mile marker 15, we're going to have Roadhead. <laughs> whoa! 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 We were talking, Sarah, we already went Where's the dump button? Where's the dump button? <laughs> NRM. 
Home of no delay. Hey! Yeah, I... No, I still don't buy it. Because some of the best things are things like, wow, we didn't plan on that. Where did this extra person come from? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just let them in the house, and I thought, let's try it. Yeah. Um, You have to schedule an appointment. Yeah, Yeah. no. Oh, well, yeah, we got the robocall. They're on the way over. (laughs) Would you like to have a menage between noon and two? Thanks, Siri. <laughs> well, a little, a little BTS for you guys here at Pop I, Culture. He silenced Siri before we even started. So, I, uh, wow, <laughs> Siri just become sentient. Whoa. I will now call you Skynet. <laughs> you Jeez. can't shut uh, her up. Wow. Wow. That was priceless and incredible, and I enjoy that she made a cameo I always want to say, Siri. Mm-hmm. All mm. right, when we get back, we have some very exciting food news for Thanksgiving, and also we're going to tell you that the aliens are real next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Talking about aliens. Mm. Where do you stand on that? Aliens? Yeah. They've got to be real. Right? Yeah. I totally go with the theory of space is so vast. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
there have got to be other I agree. sentient life forms. I agree. Right? And, and they don't look like people with like a they don't look well, like latex lobster on their forehead. Yeah, no. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to have any wharfs no. or uh, the trouble with trebles or tribbles or whatever they were called. Yeah, little purring fur balls. <laughs> yes. I get those out of the dryer every now and then. What the <laughs> Jeez. My cat coughs them up. Mm. Um, yeah, so they've got to be out there. Whether they'll actually ever be able to make it to our planet and visit and say hello mm. and make crop circles, I don't know. Yeah, I heard there is actually there's a caravan of them heading our way <laughs> right now. <laughs> We're in imminent danger. Oh, my goodness. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. So true. That's, Yes. We have the caravan we're talking about now for the midterms, but for the next presidential election, the actual alien right. caravan, I think, is yes. going to be a hot-button issue, for yeah, sure. Now, what if this were like Galaxy Quest and they're like watching our TV? <laughs> so they actually make themselves look like we think aliens should look like. <laughs> yeah, so there's the alien, the, the xenomorph, and yes. there's Chewbacca, you know, then the gray-skinned ones, and then the, the kind of weird ones from Fire in the Sky, and then <laughs> E.T., and then, you know, a Vulcan. Elf! 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 Yes! Wearing Hawaiian yeah. shirts. If you want to conquer this planet from space, you dress like 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 aliens we know and love. That's all I'm saying. Because we would welcome you in, be like, we know it. We knew you were going to look this yes, way. Yes, absolutely. That's how you kill us because we mm. think everything's okay, and it's not. Um, so there is a, a giant space rock mm. that is super long and thin. Some people think <laughs> it looks like a cigar. <laughs> Some people get think cut to it, Sarah. Super, come on, phallic. <laughs> um, or uh, someone said also that it looks kind of like a giant turd, like it's just a big mm. piece of poop. Yep, rolling around in the sky. They're gonna conquer this planet with baby roots. Yes, mm. baby roots. I don't know. Tell me how you think you would pronounce this. I'm going with umama, umama, O U M U A M U A, mua mua, o mua mua. Just keep going, Sarah. This is great. <laughs> How would you say it, Joe? O U M U A M U A. Sharon! That is, the Muamua is the name of the space rock. Yeah. And those crazy Polynesians. You know, the Polynesians. So many extra syllables. I mean, there's so much redundant. So what if we many, found out that, so like, ancient Polynesian, like, all the, like, Samoan, like, all those the Hawaiian languages. Yeah. What if, like, every single linguist was, like, had a really bad stutter? <laughs> That's why there's, like, Kamehameha. Oh, my God, it's a race of people with speech impediments. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, man, tiny bubbles. Um, <laughs> so, they, uh, so the big space turd is out there. And uh, this is crazy because... Harvard researchers uh, are now dubbing it as a possible alien probe. When you've got mm. Harvard kids telling you that they think this is this is yeah. it, this, it's the aliens and they're there and that's what it is, that's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Because usually it's sort of more people, kind of like fringy people on yeah. the outside that are saying things are well, real. I, I would say that if it's from Harvard, why not? You know, it's Ivy League. I mean, it comes for something, right? Yeah. You so know? it's been dubbed a comet, an asteroid, a new class <laughs> As of... a probe asteroid. <laughs> hey! <laughs> new class of uh, interstellar object. But they're going with uh, alien probe on this one. Hmm. Which I didn't think probe was a ship. 
<laughs> I thought, no. whenever I hear alien probe, I think of them probing right. somebody. Like, yeah, it's like getting a colonoscopy from space. <laughs> yes, exactly. The prep is the worst part. Yeah, really. you know, you gotta, you can't eat for a while, then you gotta drink all kinds of. Yeah. Yes. Now, if aliens are watching, I can see why they want to come to our planet now. Hmm because of the delicious treats that we're coming up with left and right out yeah. of different things that we it, already it's have. It's the same reason that people are coming to Michigan a lot more now is because there's so many just foodies. The food scene it's is like fantastic. fantastic. You yeah. pair it with a you know, craft <laughs> beer or even a micro-distilled beverage. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes, so for the second year in a row, Pringles mm. is putting out Thanksgiving-flavored chips. Do you know how much I love this? Is did, it, did you try the ones that they had did, last year? Do you know year? what's in my basement next to, you know, a, a small supply of drinking water for an emergency and some dehydrated food? Some Pringles? Thanksgiving Pringles. I mean. The only thing that's wrong with this is that when I see this, I fully expect, you know, somebody to turn into a blueberry and get hauled away by <laughs> Oompa Loompas. Uh, you seem to be haunted I by know. that movie a lot. Willy Wonka has just been top of mind. Yeah. By the way, we've been reading my kid, uh, you know, The Great Glass Elevator. Oh, you yeah. Know, uh, it, very racist book. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Wow. It's like, I don't remember it being this racist. It's racist. That's upsetting and a uh. bummer. But yeah, um, they have three flavors this year. Turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. Here's oh. the only tricky part about it. Hmm. They are not going to be sold in stores. No. So you have to order them online if you want to shove Thanksgiving flavored chips in your mouth. I do. You do? Don't they have green bean casserole? Uh, well, so last year they actually had eight Thanksgiving flavors and they came in a TV dinner style tray. So mm. they went like full on with the whole theme. And so last year's were mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, and cranberry sauce flavored chips were some of the others that they included. But this year, you can only get turkey, stuffing, and pumpkin pie. Well, Which you I can save like the turkey and tur make it do a sandwich in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. I wonder how good it would be to put uh, Thanksgiving leftovers in between Thanksgiving flavored Pringles Probably chips. Probably delicious. And make a little snacky yeah. snack. Pringles a la king. Yes. yes. Now that oh. now that weed is legal in Michigan, <laughs> it's even like more delicious right sounding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Viva la Prop One! It made it all the way through. All right. Well, we're getting you ready for Thanksgiving, and we're getting you ready for two hours of the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. Craig Folly. Yeah. He don't let yourself you. get into a tryptophan coma while exactly. you while you listen and watch. You got Craig. stuff to listen to, and it's oh. very important. I'm sure. He will break it all down about the midterms, and we will see you guys on Friday.